Hey, what's up? It's MJ. Let me tell you about a wine region you need to visit. Just over a year ago, I visited Walla Walla Wine Country for the first time, and let me tell you, it was phenomenal. Walla Walla is one of the most fertile agricultural areas in the nation, producing everything from wheat to asparagus, strawberries, and sweet onions, but is there exquisite high-end wines that have put Walla Walla firmly on the map. Wine growing in the region dates back to the 1850s when the first wine grapes were planted by Italian immigrants. Unfortunately, Prohibition wiped out winemaking, and it wasn't until 1974 when Gary Figgins of Leonetti Cellars began planting grapevines. Ten years later, in 1984, the Walla Walla AVA was approved by the federal government, and in 2015, the Rocks District of Milton Freewater was approved by the federal government as a sub-AVA within the Walla Walla AVA. The Rocks District is the only AVA in the country based entirely on soil type. So whether you're into Bordeaux varietals, Italian varietals, or like me, Rhone varietals, Walla Walla has got you covered. Do yourself a favor and book your trip to visit one of the most exciting wine regions in the world. Go to wallawallawine.com for more information. Hey, I'm MJ Taylor, also known as a black wine guy. I went from being a totally obsessed wine newbie to becoming the world's first ever African-American fine and rare wine auctioneer in less than three years. In this show, I'll be talking to the mavericks, the philosophers, the players, and the deep thinkers who inhabit the world of wine. They'll share their experiences on how they made it, but more importantly, how they failed and got back up again. So grab a glass and let's get to it. This is the Black Wine Guy Experience. Hey everybody, what's up? It's your boy MJ. Welcome to the Black Wine Guy Experience. My guest today is uh, part publisher, producer, and event promoter, Stacy Buchanan. Uh, Stacy is the publisher of Blood of Gods, which is an independent print magazine that is, I'm just say for me, it's it's part graphic novel, it's part uh, it's part uh, music uh, music uh, publication, part wine, uh, and it just brings a culture together in a really unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has uh, the easy creator of um, the Merrymaking Festival mm-hmm. here in Walla Walla, yep. and he is a uh, he's a father, husband, and uh, just. Recently, was named to the Wine Enthusiast's second uh, Future 40. That's right. Everybody, welcome, Stacy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Uh, man, thanks for, um, thanks for being here. I'm glad we're getting to do this. I know that, um, tell people, we had... Um, Stacy and I met a year ago. It's almost <laughs> yeah. a year. I think it is. I mean, actually, it was the same weekend a year yeah. ago. When I came out and did the live podcast at the Giza Theater, he was one of the guests that mm-hmm. um, Carrie Alexander had put together. She called the uh, community here in Walla Walla, and he was, he's, you know, I, I had seen him, I think I'd been following him, but mm-hmm. I definitely started following him, I subscribed to his thing, we'll get to that in the end, you definitely yeah. want to get his publication, it's really freaking cool, he he let me even, he even let me write for it, so, you know, your boy, it's not just... It's just not, I was going to say, it's not just words with me, but yeah. talking is words. So anyway, <laughs> I can actually put words on paper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, man, thanks for being here. Yeah, um, this is awesome. I am in town for Grenache Fest, and, uh, you know, we there's a lot of wine, but we're having water. You know, this is uh, 
around noon the day after I got in town, and yesterday was a good one. So you had a warm welcome. <laughs> warm welcome, and uh, yeah. So, but we're here for it. So, hey man, um, let's start at the beginning. Sure. Uh, where are you from? So Walla Walla is my stomping ground. Okay. Um, yeah, I was born here, um, 1980, and my uh, family's been doing a lot of wheat farming, barley peas, that kind of thing. Fifth generation, uh, which means, unbeknownst to me, you know, when I'd be out in a wheat field and pulling rye or doing whatever, there was uh, a very slowly awakening behemoth, which is the wine industry here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in that time, you know, there wasn't very many uh, wineries. Walla was a very sleepy town, uh, and uh, yeah, have left the nest for about seven or eight years, um, worked in the music industry, and we could chat a little bit more about that, but came back and found it definitely transformed. Okay, so you grew up here, mm-hmm. fifth generation agricultural family. Yeah. Um, any siblings, brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have an older brother and older sister, so I'm the little one. Okay. Um, my, I'm just a, a, a good amount younger, so my brother, my sister's about seven years older than me. Okay. My sister's about... Or, yeah, sorry. My sister's seven years older, and my brother's nine years older. Okay. So whenever we were kind of reaching those um, those big leaps or those big plateaus, like you're graduating <coughs> high school Back. or someone's getting married or someone's starting to have a family, we were always kind of like kind of missing each other a little sure. bit because they, they left the nest too at different points in time. Uh, but definitely had, um, you know, a lot of my formative years with them, and that's where I think I caught like a lot of the – the cool stuff that they were into, ranging from like music and you know some sports and stuff like that. So I'm the little one, um, and you know I definitely would say some of the music stuff I get most uh, from my sister. Um, really, she was a little bit more into like what you'd say now is sort of like um, post punk and new romantics and stuff like The Cure and Depeche Mode and stuff like that. And uh, you know my brother, um, and this is kind of I think where the heavy metal thing came out. Uh, my I have a couple uncles on my mom's side, and they were like wild party animals, mm-hmm. and they were like huge into like hard rock and you know kind of the the nascent stages of heavy metal. Love the band Kiss. Uh, we're like in the Kiss army. They were totally like. Uh, I mean, I, I joke with people, but like, if you ever watched the movie like Dazed and Confused, that's like a documentary about them. That's, I, like, I crazy. love that movie. <laughs> I'm a big Richard Linklater fan. Oh, sweet. So that's like them, and I think that's kind of where. You know, it's like that feedback loop where you see something, some behavior, some whatever, and it's like when it gets impersonated, it kind of like starts to amplify and starts to amplify. So by the time it was like me and my cousins, we just sort of took that and we were like going louder, faster, crazier, heavier, whatever. Okay. Um, and that's kind of like some of the key formative things for me, yeah. um, being in this little, you know, sleepy town. And so... Um Who's both both your mother and father coming from agricultural families, or was which side of more more my dad, my okay. dad's side, yeah, my um, my dad's uh, yeah, definitely coming from the agriculture. Uh, what a lot of the people don't know is uh, my my mom's dad, my grandpa. He was um, he was Hispanic, so I'm white, <laughs> but I'm actually a quarter Hispanic. Yeah. So he came up here and he was a firefighter. He was the first Hispanic firefighter uh, here in Walla, Walla um, you know, back decades ago. Uh, and so they were both, um, uh, I mean, this is with all the love in the world, hippies. Yeah. Uh, it's actually why I, my name is Stacy. Uh, so, um, it's kind of interesting because in the, the, the I language was, of our I thought time. it was Stacy Keach, man. I wanted to be like, Stacy Keach is awesome. Right? I like Stacy <laughs> Keach. I just saw him in some movie, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, there is. I mean, it's 
not uncommon. It's a little more rare, but um, my mom and dad had this deal, and they said if I was uh, born uh, a girl, my mom got the naming rights. Essentially, yeah. they kind of had. It was like a playful little deal they right. had, and then it was a boy. My dad got to name me. Come out as a boy. My dad kind of flipped some of that gender norms on its head, and it's like Stacy. So that's my name. That's where it comes from. But flash forward to you know now it's forty three years later. Um, and not just now, but in recent time, I'd say there's so much emphasis on like uh, pronouns, yeah. like him, mm-hmm. hers, those kinds of things, they's. Uh, so it's kind of funny when people uh, that I've corresponded with online or through email <laughs> realize, you know, the sense, what's up, girl? Or, right. You know, things like right. that. Like, <laughs> but uh, that's uh, my answer is usually like, not to sound pithy, but I'm like, I'm kind of boring. I'm like a white, you know, CIS male in America you know it's like nothing really edgy about except for like the you know my musical choices and preferences but um yeah my name's just my parents were hippies they named me Stacy it was like nothing too crazy besides that (laughs) so they're hippies um did your father run uh work you know so what was what was agriculture was it you mentioned wheat right wheat and barley and peas mostly okay yeah that's what he doesn't do but he he went to like some liberal arts colleges and he was definitely like more a hippie he liked all those uh bands like you know like cream and led zeppelin and stuff like that and he played guitar and that's kind of where i got the bug to play music a little bit and um i had that that um what do you call it that moment one of those flash points in life uh crossroads uh where you're like okay some of these things are starting to be costly like oh i really like to go skiing or snowboarding or i have a guitar and an amp and you're like i need uh like what i yeah i can't do all of these things yeah and uh, I had the opportunity to move uh, down to Los Angeles, work for a record label, and that was one of those moments where I was like, I guess I got to sell all my gear, you know? Well, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be a musician. This let's is- back this up, though, man, because I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued on your parents. Like, yeah. Um, what did mom do? Did mom, what did mom do? She was a nurse. She's been a okay. nurse her whole life. Right. Yeah. So she's, uh, that was, yeah, I mean, always, she's like the bleeding heart, always care for everyone. And where'd they meet? Because you said... Uh, they met here, uh, but I, I can't remember if it was outside of them just being, um, you know, a small town in the same yeah. high school. They were literally born, like, a week apart. I think their brothers okay. are, like, yeah, a week so apart. So they, they knew each other from mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did she go off to college or nursing, or she went to, like, to the school? He, she stayed here. My okay. dad, he went to um, he went to a Whitman College here for a year. He yeah. went down to Arizona for some school. Uh forget but there was one other one also and then he kind of came back and it was sort of like one of those timing was everything like oh you're here right i'm back mm -hmm. oh very cool okay so um you said you got out of town but like Mm -hmm. did you did you go to college or university or anything i went to uh the community college here which uh same one that the viticulture technology Uh programs through um been there for a couple years then i went to wsu Okay. Um, got my uh, degree in communications. And they kinda, they're, they're the Cougars? Cougars, yep. So that's uh, their communication program is called the Edward R. Murrow School of Communication. Oh, okay. And uh, that's where I got my public relations degree. Um, okay. It was kind of going back and forth between doing journalism and public relations. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like their school was a little more gearing people for... Um, like writing for newspapers and gotcha, like that yeah. kind of thing, which yeah. looking back is kind of wild now because it's like that industry sort of tanking and <laughs> yeah. uh, print media is kind of a tricky thing. But um, so yeah. the guy who prints media, I but know. Will tell him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's qualified about how tricky yeah. it is, it's, it's, it's yeah. its own thing. But it was like yeah, that was where I kind of had that. 
okay, I actually like this communications realm, but I'm going to do more of the public relations side. So yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for anyone listening on Jeopardy purposes, did he go to Washington State University or did he just donate the money? Do you know? I don't know. I think it was more named like in his... I think he, yeah, I yeah. think he went to school there. I feel like uh, an idiot. I should know more, but you know, he's always one of those guys that like championed like, like honor and integrity. Yeah, and, something and, that's and, missing you know. <laughs> from the yeah. news media this yeah. day. You, and especially when seriously, it, what was it like? I think like the was it the McCarthy? Like, yeah, McCarthy uh, trials. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, I was, yeah, he was good night and good luck, right? That yeah, was his, yeah, that was his tagline. Mm-hmm. Good night and good luck. <laughs> um, very cool. You okay, need a tagline. I, I'm Do you have on, one? I'm working on one. Okay. Yeah. Kicking it around the office? Yeah, kicking around. <laughs> yeah, that, this is the office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, once, uh, when it's over, I'll share some stuff with you. I'm, I'm, I'm just, cool. Yeah. Um, all right. And so, and WSU is in the Seattle area? Or? It's actually just, oh. kind of in this weird no man's land, closer okay. to Spokane. Okay, like, so. Yeah. Kind of this eastern side of the state. Eastern side of the state, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and then you graduate, and then do you come back home, or do you go down to this L.A. thing? What, what I did the L.A. Of? thing. I, okay. Like, sort of simultaneously when I was in high school, I was starting to do some freelance writing for some magazines. Um, there were smaller magazines, but, you know, it's like I had, as I'm sure you and a lot of people, you know, in school, you might have someone that really, like, inspires you or mm-hmm. motivates you. And I had a teacher that was like, you know, you're really good at this, and you like to do it. Like, you know, not to be blunt, but... Try to make that your career. Like, try to go down that path. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was getting compliments on my writing, so I decided to do that. And as I was building up this really small portfolio, um, <laughs> when I graduated high school, me and one of my best friends uh, kind of had this moment where we said, we need to do something epic this summer. Like, mm-hmm. we're graduating high school, we need to, like, swing for the fences, and I don't know what, but we got to do something that's just, like, badass. And... Uh, around this time uh, of writing and doing freelance writing, there was a guy who um, really kind of pioneered how, and it kind of um, blew up and then fizzled out, but like, um, and that's just because we're in social media mode right now, but uh, street team marketing. So you have people like on corners, like handing out tapes, mixtapes, mix CDs, all those kinds of things. Uh, He was uh, really kind of, it's not a new concept, but he took it and he like galvanized it and weaponized it. And it was... Uh, at the time, he had a band that he was managing. Um, he sent me their demo. Uh, the band was called System of a Down. They signed know, American System Recordings. Down, yeah, yeah, they Rick Rubin's record label. I was going to say when you talk yeah. about it, you know, you know that's what you know. That was Russell and Rick had yeah. the street teams. Exactly. Because I think about them in the back of a van. Like, yeah, they, you know. and, and but just having kids go around putting stickers all around New York City and, and, and Def Jam stickers. I mean, that that is it's like an army. I don't know who. <laughs> I don't. I I would. I, I'm fact check the shit out of everybody, but like. I think that was definitely a hip hop thing in New York that oh, really yeah. kind of that the guerrilla marketing, mm-hmm. and then and then once you have the model, then I'm sure. But they they had they literally there was street teams like they were yeah pay kids twenty bucks or whatever they totally. they they call them up to the office get a bunch of kids. That's why I'm like it's not a new concept, but right. he he wound up doing that for like by the end of it like Coca Cola and Taco Bell like huge. Well, well that's thing. what ha- I mean. Well, well, what had happened exactly? What had happened is all the major corporations which didn't want to have anything to do with hip hop. Um, and then hip hop just start take over. They're like money. Like, they're like, they're like, money. <laughs> and like, wait, like, wait, wait. Instead of paying these massive avenue people, and they still do, but like, mm. we're gonna get a much bigger ROI because you oh, know. Yeah, and yeah. so yeah, so. And I think with him, the man. advent of social media, it 
kind of sucked some of the oxygen of course, out. Of course, you know? of course. And that's that's so like he he was. And what's this guy's name? Uh, he uh, Dave. Benavesti. Okay. Uh, he so he managed down. Then they signed. They went supernova. What was their hit? What's that? What was their hit? Uh, they had a couple. I know. Uh, um, that that well, the big album was Toxicity. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he. Uh, I put sys. My phone. The phone's fucking listen to you. Oh, uh, uh, literally, I just put sys. Like just over down. Oh jeez. <laughs> uh, so. We went to him and we said, "Hey, we would like to be, uh, we'd like to continue helping you when you're doing this stuff." Right. And uh, Ozfest was blowing up. This is 2000. This is Ozzy Osbourne's festival. Okay. And Black Sabbath was on it, Jesus. and we wound up going out to be a sponsor representative. So it was like New Line Cinema, Hot Topic, and a few other companies, and we'd run their um, wow their promotional area where they do like artist signings mm-hmm. and things. And so, like after high school, we got you know flown out to. Florida, and he started a two and a half month tour. You know, we're on a tour bus. So this is, this is, you're 18 years old or 17 and a half years old. And actually, I was like 19. But okay. yeah. <laughs> oh, you Very when, close. when were you born? Uh, 80. Mm-hmm. Okay, but what what month? Mm-hmm. Did you June miss? 5th. Oh, mm-hmm. oh okay. Mm-hmm. So you, oh. I was a little bit older for yeah. for high school okay. when I graduated. That's all. Uh, but it was. Uh, but still, that's. I mean, first time you're from this small little area, and then my mom was freaked out. Yeah, because she she's like super devout Catholic, like. <laughs> Sex, drugs, and rock and roll is incoming. I'm freaked out, and uh, actually wound up coming back vegetarian that that tour. So that's like wow. Wait, over and half you've been my life now. Dude, yeah. that's insane. Um, okay, so so what was that like to be away from home? Nice, and like, I was like, uh, especially because it was so long, but it was also like, I I definitely was like, what's the phrase? I was running before I walked, you know, because yeah. that was like tour bus and everything, all like all the luxury. And then I wound up doing the punk rock stuff later, which is like I'm sleeping on a stranger's kitchen floor, you know, and that kind of thing. But like that was uh, wild because this is before the Osborne show took off, and um, you know, like I was young enough that it kind of was we would cross over with like Jack and Kelly, so we wound up hanging out most of the days during the summer. And um, I was still writing and freelancing, so when I came back, it was time for the school year, so I could still go to college and write. And I'd write for like. Thrasher or Alternative Press, dude, you're over Thrasher, mm-hmm. dude. Uh, so <laughs> when I'm getting, I'm like, I'm thinking of what, what, where my mind goes for you is like, you lived like the, the almost famous, almost life. famous, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard people say, I'm, he was yeah. like 15, Cameron <clears throat> right. Crow, yeah, whatever, yeah. But I, it was very similar. Yeah, it was like small town, small middle town. nowhere. Yeah, and, and you're on the bus with everybody, and all those <laughs> things like you know the the groupies <laughs> yep. that were always like. Which, yeah, it was pretty cool to see uh, same faces and stuff. And I wound up doing it the next year, too. So okay. then it was like, man, here we go again. And I'm like, you know, now 2021. And um, on that tour, that's uh, my last one. Because then I came, finished my college degree. And I got a job to move to uh, L.A., work for Century Media Records. Which is kind of like a powerhouse heavy metal label. I say powerhouse just because they've got a lot of longevity, a lot of good artists. Right. They have respect. They're not like a you know, uh, major label or there's like a, a trend jumping, you know, label. No, but I, there are benchmark labels mm-hmm. in every genre. So it sounds They're like, one of them. Right, yeah, right. for sure. There's probably, you know, if you're like, in, you, like you want to be on them, but then you're like, I'm not going to make as much money if I'm not, but like, I think like, they, they, they have the reputation. They have like, yeah. res- the, like, what was the one, um, freaking that Nirvana was on first. That was what. Oh, like Sub Pop or? Yeah, Sub Pop mm-hmm. was oh, yeah. one of those mm-hmm. labels, right? Sub Pop's like a really, they're kind of in their own league because they kind of straddle, you know, something they've maintained that balance. Um, 
So then I uh, worked in LA for a few years. Then I got a promotion. I moved to Germany, and everyone's always he's like, all oh. casual about this, like, <laughs> but. Oh well, it's I say casual because I was so young at the time too, and an experience where usually when it's the wine industry related, people will say like, "Oh, all those German rieslings right. and like those beers." I'm like, I I, did, I wasn't into it. I I had Jägermeister, like that was like my my one thing where I would uh, enjoy. But uh, that's what I want to ask you. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. man. Um, I'm stuck. I got hooked by your 18, your 19. Mm-hmm. You go on tour, a rock and roll tour. Mm-hmm. You come back a vegetarian. How does that happen? I, I had a friend at the time that was... Uh, <laughs> like, I'm like, I would think that's like... Also, the, also they had like really good catering because it was okay. like all these... But, like, but yeah, tell, I mean, tell there us, was, please. There was like, uh, on that tour, there was like Queens of the Stone Age and Pantera was still around. Dude, and Queens like, of the Stone Age. Yeah, is like, it was really wild. This and is wild, man. So they, uh, they had like, I mean, these... The smallest show was like 18,000 people. Up to sixty thousand people. So the the catering, I mean, because it's like Ozzy Osbourne, it's like yeah. the nicest. So everything's like vegetarians here, vegans here, yeah. whatever. And um, not to get on my soapbox, even though this sounds like the place to be on a soapbox. But yeah, it's what, it's I like you. animals, so it's like voting with your dollars. Like I don't want to fuck with them. I like animals. Like I don't want to eat them. That's just it. I don't put it down anyone's throat. I respect the <laughs> hell out of that man. I, I'm not like. A, Enough I, that I don't. Even, I won't even make the joke. I like animals so much I eat them. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I I I I I like in the two thousand from like two thousand to twenty ten, or like oh two, yeah, basically out of the like in that ten year period, I was like some form of vegan, vegan or vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And then I just I, I usually I, tell people I'm plant based because yeah. then it's like a little it doesn't have so much stigma I feel like for some reason does it it's the same shit I think mm-hmm. it's just marketing <laughs> <laughs> that, so yeah like my friend she was uh, on that tour and she was like vegan she was a little okay. bit more like militant but I was like oh yeah I don't want you know that factory farm stuff that feels like yeah. Yeah. an animal concentration camp basically yeah. it's like I'm not into it so I'm just gonna leave that alone and yeah that's that was kind of my okay. No, I was psyched my mom's yeah. mind a little bit because I came back and I wasn't like a degenerate. Piece right, of I was just saying, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was like to balance out, like, hey, mom, had a lot of sex and yeah. drugs, now, but I don't eat meat but anymore. I, but if it's any consolation, yeah, uh, you're, you raised a good boy, very she, unique. Uh, yeah, no, that kind of threw her for for a loop, but she was she was excited about it. So and that was yeah, I. That was so. And so plant based, no, you, no, no fish because I, I was a, no fish. No, I was a pescatarian for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm not a hater. I just wish no. Um, I get it. People would just like just think for a minute yeah. and then yeah. do what you want to do. You know. <laughs> right on. All right. So anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. So um, you're working at this label and you mm-hmm. get a promotion and you get sent to Germany. Where in Germany did you? I uh, lived in a town called Dortmund, which is in the western part. Okay. Um, if you got in your car and. Start driving west, you'd be in Denmark, um, or sorry, and you'd be in Holland in like forty minutes or so. so what's pretty west? What's the biggest city that people would know? Like uh, Cologne, Cologne or Dusseldorf? Cologne. Yeah, yeah. It's a, that region's like called the Report, which is the industrial area, which is really cool. Um, it was one of those, and this happened, I think, everywhere in Germany, to be honest, but especially here because it was such an industrial place, and World War II was bombed within an inch of its life, and so everything's like post World War II, relatively newer buildings and things. Um, so yeah, it was called Dortmund. So I'd go to like uh, Dusseldorf and Cologne a lot to go see concerts and go, you know, go to discos and hangouts with my friends. And this is pretty wild. Um, wow, what but no rieslings. <laughs> yeah, but no, but no, 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 no rieslings. No uh, splayed lasers. No trock and bear. No, no. Um, 
But if Wines of Germany wants me to come back all these years later and do a comparison, then let me know. <laughs> um, and how'd your mom feel about you going to live in Europe? She was... Uh, like, was she okay with that time? Or she was you, okay. Because you are the baby, though, right? I am so the little you, one, yeah. yeah so, so I was definitely... They were empty nesters if, yeah. I, if I pulled anchor, and I right. did. And she was just happy that, you know, at that stage of my life, I was doing something that I was passionate about. Okay. And like so many people, it wasn't a major label stuff, so I was still pretty living dirt poor, but mm-hmm. I was having a ball. And mm-hmm. when you're in your, that point, like, mid-20s, oh, I'm like, give insane. me a plane ticket and a bag of clothes. I'll go anywhere. Right. I'll do anything. And, you know, you don't have, like... A mortgage, or you don't have all these things that kind of yeah you have to factor in that that grounds you yeah exactly, and I came back um, and that's where I kind of discovered that Wawa had definitely gone through that transformation. Okay. So I left like in '99, roughly, let's say, came back in the beginning of 2007. So you or, lived over there for like eight, almost eight years, or like, like between LA and 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 oh, okay, yeah, and then a couple just you know being out on tour. Mm-hmm. What talk to me about? Um, the L.A. music scene. What's it like? What was it like I, to I, be in the L.A. music scene, man? I don't know if I'm an aberration, but, like, I like L.A. I didn't love L.A. Like, okay. you can literally do anything any night of the week yeah. you want. And um, so, actually, I did have the opportunity to come back to L.A. Once uh, the company that I worked for, Century Media, one of the, the imprints of it that I worked for was reabsorbed into the parent company. Okay. And they essentially said, uh, we can uh, get your job back. Where you were in LA, or we can, you know, if you would prefer we could amicably just split. But this German position is no longer here, and I was like, oh man, like I just feel like I'm repeating myself. Like if I went back to LA, it's kind of more the same. And like I liked it, but it wasn't like I didn't love it. Um, and I think part of that too is like it's kind of expensive living there, um, and it's not an easy place to live with. You need a car. You can't. No, oh, you have to have it. And like, you have to have a car. Yeah. Way. And so, like, pretty much all of California, the Bay Area, you can get, like, you can get around on the BART in the Bay Area, but like, it was yeah, that was like where I so I kind of do that thing. I don't know if it's ever happened to you, and I'm sure it does for everyone at one point or another, where you kind of just go and hit the reset button. Yeah. It's like I'm just gonna go back home. I'm gonna spend some time with my family because I've been gone for a while, and um, it was totally great. happened to me. People like, why'd you leave Santa Barbara? I'm like, cause man. I'm, <laughs> It was time. But also going back to what I was saying about my siblings and, you know, it was like now that at that point in time, I was like 27-ish, mm-hmm. like we were, we were all adults. Right. So it's almost like our relationship started over again. We're like, all right, right we've, we're all like, you know, at this stage of our lives. And so it was like really valuable. Like you're an uncle probably yep. by this time. Yep. Yep. And then like, uh, you know, no longer, but when I first moved back, I had both of my grandmothers, and since then, they both passed mm. away, so having time with them before mm. they passed away, it was, mm. like, definitely, like, a cool um, uh, family mm-hmm. uh, experience that I got to, got to, you know, enjoy. So Your brother and sister still live in this area, or? Uh, my sister does. My brother did until recently. He just okay. moved over to, like, the coast, so he kind of lives uh, in the Portland area. Oh, okay, okay. So, northwest, yeah. so, which, which means we see each other pretty not frequently, but regularly. Okay. So that's great. Um, but yeah, cu- coming back uh, to Walla Walla and then seeing that it's been really enriched culturally and personality and all this stuff was, mm-hmm. took me back a little bit. Sure. Because I'm like, what's going on? Everyone's no, like a totally. wino now and this is cool. There's wineries everywhere and what's happening? And like, <laughs> oh wait, there's actually like really good food and then these wineries are, you know, I, I definitely had that aha moment where it's like, oh, it's not all the same shit. Mm-hmm. This is really good. And so, uh, 
yeah, kind of went down that rabbit hole and, you know, all these years later, here, you know, here we are. So that's like, not to do your job for you, but that's definitely like a perfect segue into like why Blood of Gods I started because it was it's just It's not like, a perfect segue, trust me. We're not there yet. I want to know. <laughs> but I, I love that. But, um, um, to, uh, to be continued. Yeah. We'll say. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to put a, we're going to put a pin in that. Um, cause so you're coming home and you'd done all the stuff in music, um, and you know, did you do? I like. I mean, I, I moved back with my parents. I was I was like forty. I was like, I had nowhere to go. So, mm-hmm. so you, were you living with your parents for a while? Yeah, you did that. I had like two bags of clothes yep. to my name, yep. and uh, I think uh, the the final death blow is when I came back and um, realized I racked up a pretty big cell phone bill back in Germany. So. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's before they, they, they had unlimited plans back in the day. Uh, and, they, and there too, they have like there was so much. Uh, like people would have like both landline and cell phones and uh anyway so like yeah when i came back it was definitely like okay sort of like start over reset button okay. and um so what did you do for work when you first came back when i first came back there was uh um a company that did wine sales online kind of like an amazon style marketplace okay. but that was still like in a very gray area uh, mm-hmm. legal wise with compliance and shipping laws mm-hmm. and uh so it was I think no one's really cracked that code, by the way. I feel like where it's just like, here's the marketplace. Well, where, you can't. I mean, you know, the, be, because they left it to all the states, so you see, has a different law. So there's no. It's really hard to crack that code. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, people. You can, you know, that's we're talking about <clears throat> uh, a vulnerable retailer. I, I'm not going to control, but like, there's sometimes you buy a wine and then they deliver it to a third party shipper. There's a weird way, but like, yeah. And like, just where does it. ownership take right, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. right. And then you read the thing, and like, so it's really bad something that with your wine, because it's like, you know, because once a store or a retailer turns over the data, you know, like, well, who has ownership? Yeah. Anyway. They, they tried, you know. Right, right. <laughs> um, so, so, was that like a little startup, or just... It was a startup. Okay. Uh, I was there for five years. Holy um, shit, dude. Yeah. That's what they wound up doing was finding out that this, this thing, something was there, but it was sort of like stringing them along, because they, they couldn't really master how that how to navigate it yeah. and that what they did do really well that though was like uh, help a lot of wineries with the email marketing side of things and doing sales through that through, with their own lists right so um it was there for five years um and hold on is, is that company still around no okay. so around. you can say the name what was the name of the company uh it's american winery okay mm-hmm. they did uh yeah like i said an amazon style marketplace didn't um and do much, but they did along the way find that a lot of wineries needed help communicating with their customers. Yeah, so I think that's cool. I think wineries, most wineries write shitty emails <laughs> and stuff like that. And they're not don't, optimized don't, don't for your phone. Them, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, yeah, right. It's or stuff. doing follow-ups and right. doing uh, testing um, and all the stuff. A-B testing and, yeah. and, uh, and what's the other one I love? Oh, like you said, uh, list segmentation. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and oh, uh Onboarding sequences, like you know, there's people should get like seven emails from you. Like there's, there's a way to <laughs> yeah, yeah. that drip campaign. Drip campaign, oh, yeah. yeah. So you were writing for them. What were you doing for them? Uh, more than anything, an account manager. So we would be bringing in wineries oh, okay. to so have you, their products okay. for so sale. You, so you and then okay. and then with the with the wineries, yeah, we were helping them like do the photography, okay. do the copywriting, do the okay. all of it um, from the top to top to bottom with so emails. Yeah. So that's five years. Mm-hmm. What year is it when you when, you, when that? Uh, I think I was around 2012 or 13. Okay. And then that's actually when I kind of 
sw- transitioned into the wine industry more okay. directly. And I worked for um, a winery called Three Rivers Winery. It's a Foley family winery yep. here in town. Uh, it's just on the west part of Walla Walla. Uh, awesome wines, awesome winery. I love you know everything about them. Andy and Holly is like a husband and wife uh, winemaking team there. And I really like the Foley's too. You probably know a lot of their portfolio. It's like Chalk Hill and Sebastiani. Yeah, and that's uh, that Lancaster. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, and uh, Bill Foley, he actually owns the the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Um, so he's uh, he's now, loaded. He's beginning more there of his is spirits. a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he the, started Fidelity yeah, Investments. Yeah, so the people. <laughs> but they uh, they were uh, just really kind and generous and magnanimous, and okay. I was there for about seven years Dude, uh, managing that space. I'm very impressed. I I don't think the longest I've worked somewhere was. Yeah, I, I, I lasted what seven years with that, and that was. Just the last job I lost. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it, very impressed with people who could who could put in five years. And, and, and oh yeah, it was and... it was bitter bittersweet when I left, but I I felt like uh, a lot of people in food, wine, and hospitality during and post pandemic, where uh, and at least for here, I can't speak for like everywhere, but like that rubber band really just sort of snapped back hard, and everyone was in the weeds every day, all day long, and having, for me, there's, like, a brand new family. I had, like, two super small children, and, you know, working, 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 Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was just me burning the candle at both ends and knowing I had to have some self-preservation, and, and, you know, it was, like, like I said, love the wines, love the winery, Um, but I I needed something that gave me a little bit more uh, family time uh, with my my brand new family, and um, what's been great is now... Working for um, the Corliss family here. So that was the next one you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Corliss has been great because they uh, mirror some of those same things that I really liked about the Foley family. It's like this family that's got a lot of really cool dynamic things uh, that work together. And you'll see the the Motor Company is my main stomping ground, which is uh, the event space downtown Walla Walla uh, that hosted uh, the Blood of Gods annual merrymaking this past summer, but also celebrate had their grand tasting there this year. It was celebrate Merlot. Yeah. Um, we've done pop up tastings for like Seven Hills Vineyards, and we've had dinners. We've also had concerts. Um, we've got some weddings. It kind of does a little bit of everything. So for me, it's nice because it's I could still be creative and do these events. This is going back to my public relations yeah. Uh, theory, yeah, yeah. but then also uh, being tied into like the wine and the food industry here. So. I'm super stoked. I'm super happy. It's been a year. Yeah. That I started that. That was like That, that was okay, that was, that was you the, had just started. I that. just started that. So oh, that was kind shit. of wild because it was like fall release weekend. Here you go, Stacey. Jump in the deep end. Uh Wow. Uh not not in a, not in in a negative deal, way. But, it was yeah, just like yeah. the busy probably the second busiest week in Walla Walla. Um yeah. and Corliss has like a great event every year and um was a great way, you know, get to know your team and get to be like, all right, here we go, rock and roll. And uh, so that was a year ago. And actually just, you know, was chatting with my boss on the way here. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, man, this is like today is the day. So uh, kind of wild to see how time flies. Yeah. But yeah. So you know what? This is actually a perfect time to take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll, we'll pull that pin out and we'll get into uh, <laughs> We'll get into the blood of God. So we'll be right. Sweet. Yeah, we'll be right back. Did you know that I've been to Walla Walla, Washington three times in the past year? I had the honor of doing a live podcast out there last November. Then I was invited back to be the keynote speaker at the Walla Walla Wine Alliance annual Celebrate Merlot Festival in July. And I was recently there for the first annual Grenache Fest. 
guess what? I'll be back in April of 2024 because for the first time ever, Hospice to Rome will take place outside of the central coast of California and will be held at various locations in downtown Walla Walla. These are exciting times for what is still an under-the-radar wine region. With events like these, it won't be long before the world comes knocking. Do yourself a favor and visit this gem of a wine region before the word gets out. Go to wallawallawine.com for more information and begin planning your trip today. Okay, we're back. All right, man. So this is wild because I met you a year ago. I know. Right now we're sitting here, and, and we did a little, 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 little interview, and I was like, "This guy's fucking cool. I gotta, I gotta do a whole interview with him." And I, I hadn't realized that you just started there, Corliss, um, and you were saying how it, 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 uh, it, it seems like it's bringing together so many of your passions. You get music, you get events, people, mm-hmm. wine. Yeah. Um, totally, totally awesome job. Totally great group of people. Like, um, you know, and that's like a historic building, right? He bought. Like, yeah, it started the original uh, space of it was built in 1935. It's always kind of served the community's automotive needs. as sort of the. Yeah, what is that? I mean, why, why is it motor coat? What does that mean? Like, so it used to be. Uh, it looks like it could be. A, you could have a bunch of classic cars in there. So there, like, there are some in there that we'll bring out for certain events. Okay. Uh, so our owner he's got some really cool cars. Our logo, if you look up the motor co here in Walla, it's um, his Jaguar. It's actually his dad's Jaguar. So this is mm-hmm. 1959 mm-hmm. Um, Primo Jaguar. That's our mascot. Is our motto yeah. basically. Um, so that building was built in 1935 and then a gentleman bought it in 38 and it's always been like either auto service or dealership or both. Yeah. And it's always been on that co- corner and in Walla Walla's mm-hmm. formative, you know, mm-hmm. bustling stage when mm-hmm. it was growing. That was like one of the busiest corners of, of downtown. Um, so when you're there, you'll see across the street, we have a parking lot, 41 spaces. That was where the dealership was. That was where the cars were. Wow. Um, and then if you go inside, there's some really cool historical Easter eggs ranging from like when people would actually like run a car indoors, they would put a, uh, a tube from the exhaust pipe into a little opening in the ground. It would pump it out so you could show off like mm-hmm. how quiet it runs or how yeah. you know, the RPMs sound or you know whatever. It sounds it's weird. It's like that go, scene in Ferris Bueller where they're trying to run it back. Like, yeah, yeah. And how quiet that car was. Yeah, like, yeah. So it's for that purpose. They, they uh, <laughs> I mean, that was like something they do in the 50s or 60s it's like yeah. a bygone era but those little things you could see so we could pull out little things in the ground but like that's where they would pump out the exhaust and so now it's kind of had this new life and true... i have a question sorry yeah. um is it a historic building because i was just in virginia last weekend um and uh at a uh a custom crush and it was a historic building like so there were things they could they were like they couldn't take out like there was this one corner they couldn't move they oh, they yeah. had one of those old scales it was in just mm-hmm. so there's is it this historic but I, I love that you i don't know if it's historic and he couldn't take it out or just it just suited the theme mm-hmm. so for said. us i think i don't know what the requirements are to be a designated historical building okay but um if you're there once you walk in, you even get that oil, that motor oil kind of smell. You're like, oh my gosh. And then there's, right now, there's probably about like eight or nine cars that are there that you can okay. kind of look through and okay. see. Okay. Um, when you go into the restroom, all of the knobs are actually gear shifter <laughs> knobs from real cars that are really cool vintage ones. Um, so we're definitely, you know, a little bit on the nose playing that theme or pushing that theme out I love there. It. Yeah, I love that's it. cool. Um, so, Blood of Gods, when did you, when did you conceive that? I think it was late 2019 and it was more of like this joke because I also like we talked about earlier like I can't stand <coughs> ego shit in a lot of people so mm-hmm. when it's like 
someone's puffing out their chest or trying to brag about something. It was kind of like my knee-jerk reaction is to sort of like take them down a peg right away. Yeah. And uh, we, you know, when you hear someone talk about like, oh, this this rock star winemaker or whatever, I'm like, how about a real fucking rock star? And not like, <laughs> like, are they throwing like, you know, TVs out windows? Are they like doing all this like hedonistic behavior? No, those guys are fucking boring. They're old, rich, white dudes 99% of the time. Like, this does not make sense to me. So I just get kind of like worked up and it was my way to sort of like, pull holes. So I'm like, I gotta like, it, well, it's also because like in wine, you know, there's these little tropes, but I was starting to see them in like heavy metal too. Like, oh, dealing with reviewers and critics or dealing with distributors okay. or like, oh, egos and yeah. you know people would talk about a wine with such verbiage and such language that was very passionate and like and I'd hear people say almost the exact same thing about like you know a Swedish progressive death metal band or something I'm like what's the difference it's all the same shit so I admit it was definitely a little low brow because uh, it was meant to be a joke and then black the joke, wine guys started that way too you know it's like it was. I was just making fun of influencers I didn't show yeah. my face for like <laughs> the, like the first like I don't know like year a year over a year I, didn't, I was just taking pictures of bottles that was kind of me too like because it's not really about yeah, me yeah. the person Stacy like right. doing this so when actually rubber meets the road it's like I'm gonna I'm just gonna do it like a funny little like print thing okay. I'm gonna do just a thousand copies and uh, right when it was coming together the pandemic hit okay um and i was like well i'm just gonna keep doing it um maybe that'll be a fun little uh little salve for our spiritual like you know trauma that we're going through as humans right now the only thing that bummed me out is i wanted to do like a little pop-up event like let's do a metal night well, i was gonna say yeah so like I, I don't know what you were i, I i'm like you work in an event space like <laughs> How did you like? Are you, I mean, obviously you can afford to pay, but I think it's kind of great. Like, you're like, well, well, we'll see you when this, this space, yeah, when we get people back to the space. That was yeah. So for me, like when I launched it, I was like, okay. So the first one actually came out in May 2020. Okay, uh, and I was sort of like, all right, let me just put that idea on the back burner about an event. So then it just kept growing, and then the the pandemic sort of started to, to lessen, you know, and right. people were coming out of their whatever they're comfortable with. Yeah, what was that? What was it like here? I'm just curious because it's rural. Walla Walla is very, I learned this phrase uh, in doing this event coincidentally, is very purple, uh, okay. meaning we've got yeah. a lot of blue, we've got a lot yep. of red, right. and that right. comes from the agricultural backbone. Yep. Yep. But also, we, I mean, Whitman College, one of these top liberal arts colleges in the country, right. Right. Um, the average age in Walla Walla as of the uh, 2020 census is 36 and a half years old. So it's actually like not as old rich white dude as you would think it would be um and so for me it's like stop bashing old rich white dudes they can't know they're old rich and white <laughs> but it's not just that and then so for us it was like oh well well i get it, it is purple and actually i mean right i not to get too political but it's like that's fine for me i mean it's no little. it should be i mean there, i was watching something and there was there they talked about how Back in the day, people used to live next to someone who was of a different uh, political orientation, mm-hmm. and they kind of the kind of group was like they didn't really talk about politics anymore, you know. But like, it was like much healthier, probably. much healthier <laughs> was yeah, right. Like you mm-hmm. know, like like it was much healthier. And there's, I think there's so much virtue signaling on both sides, right? Like it's just crazy, like all the messaging out there from all over the place. But a but, lot of virtue signaling, which is like going back to what I say, like the ego shit that drives right, me crazy. the ego shit, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. yeah, um, I I'm the same with that. I'm like, oh man, it'd be a lot cooler if you just did the thing instead of talking about you it, doing the thing. It, you know? Exactly. <laughs> but um, I think that's healthy when you have people living together. And that's the problem. That's I'll get political. Cause it's your it, show, dude. You I mean, I, air I, it I, out. I, 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 I know. But, I mean, I'm not going to get... But I, I 
think that when people um, people don't move places because oh it's that way there. No, that's mm. why you do need to move there, mm. right? You need to you need to you need to we need to start diluting these pockets, right? We have these like like it, it does no it doesn't help with all these people on the left living in New York City and and, and in California. That's why the country's fucked because they like, they like move. Yeah. Like people are like oh, I'm not moving to Florida. It's fine. Well, maybe if more people move to Florida, yeah, you could get involved <laughs> in uh, voting and change the shit, right? Yeah, right? They, those. Those places, yeah, those pockets, they they get so uh, just like galvanized. Yeah, ga- yes, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's cool, and that, and then you know I love places where you go and you can tell people are different, but it's respectful. It's just a chill vibe here. Like it's no, yeah. I don't feel like it's so small. Well, I mean, like, although I, it is, it'll kick a sketchy on that Oregon side of Milton Freewater. <laughs> <laughs> I I joke with people like when I used to work at Three Rivers, we could say like as a little helpful device to tighten up your service and make right. sure you're doing great hospitality. I would say, like, uh, pretend you're psychic, or we're going to do this little thought exercise, and you know for a fact that you're going to run into um, MJ later tonight at the Green Lantern. It's like the local watering hole. Um, And so just make sure, like, you remember his name, or you introduce him. He has your name. Tighten up your service. It's going to be awesome. Um, And then it's like, pause for three seconds, because you might actually run into him tonight. And you want it to be like, MJ, what's up? Hey. You don't want it to be like, that was kind of awkward earlier. I didn't, do as, I didn't do as good of a job as I could have. So while while we kind of say it, it is it is so small that if it's not at the green, it might be at the grocery store later or it might be whatever. And everyone's so mm-hmm. collaborative. And mm-hmm. so it's not competitive. It's mm-hmm. not like so many other regions that you kind of feel territorial. You kind of feel those things that are more competitive. And while I feel like you'd get excommunicated if you were copping a tube that was like not helpful you know so uh yeah that's kind of going off on a little bit of a tangent but i think that's Walwal's charming and it has character yeah, and yeah. um so yeah so first issue comes out may of 2020 mm-hmm. um did you do all the writing on that first one like, like i think i did i think i did all the writing and um i kind of committed to just giving any proceeds to the the Humane Society just because I wanted to keep it like this is just a fun pet project I'm not really like planning to do anything um, beyond that and then um, I had uh, given a couple copies to the the Foley's and okay. they thought it was really cool mm-hmm. you know open and closed shut story a few months later I get a, a phone call from uh, the Blue Mountain Humane Society here in Walla Walla and they received like a really large check and they said it was because of me saying that I was giving them money and they wanted to be supportive and it was um, a lot of money and it blew my mind I was like I never would have been able to give you this much money in like years of been able yeah. to like give you my little poorly wow. and so I was like well shit let's just keep it going and see what else we can do and so I did one uh, in the fall, and then that's been the frequency. is always in the spring and always in the fall doing yeah. an issue. That's kind of my bandwidth where uh, I just don't have the bandwidth to do it like full-on quarterly. So I do yeah. twice per year, yeah. one in the spring, one in the fall, and just released my eighth issue. But, yeah, that, I think that really put a skip in my step, and then the second issue came out. And then by the third issue, I had, like, uh, Maynard from Tool was in it, and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, mm-hmm. kind of growing. Um and around that time, COVID was lessening. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then that's when I was like, oh, I can actually do an event probably now. Okay. And then the annual merrymaking came together uh, 2022 at the Powerhouse Theater uh, here in Walla Walla. And it was really full, sold out. And we generated money for Planned Parenthood. Um, and it was just like a great time. And it was one of those things that was like, 
all right, we've got to keep doing this. And what is that? What is what is the merrymaking festival, man? It's a great uh, question because I have to have an answer for it, and it's hard to answer because it's like uh, if you've seen Blood of Gods, I would say the short version is it's like bringing an issue to life, which okay. is to say there's wineries that are pouring. Mm-hmm. Some of them are really um, have a high pedigree or exclusive, like like Ryan Van or Cayuse, mm-hmm. um, but also a lot of the artists that have contributed to it are coming in and mm-hmm. they're having vendor tables. Um, and they're being participants. But then there's also vendors like Sub Pop Records was there um, mm. and some others. So it kind of turns into this thing where I'm like, is it a wine fair, a cultural festival? A what, what do we call it? And I don't really have a great answer except to say that I think some of the cooler events didn't really have a label in the beginning. Like a, like a Burning Man or a Lollapalooza yeah, or a whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. they're, they're beyond some of those catchphrases mm-hmm. and the name will come later whatever people mm-hmm. want to mm-hmm. call it I'm not saying it's like I'm breaking the fourth wall or reinventing the wheel because I'm not it's just uh, that you kind of are why no <laughs> it's, it's been I, I mean, mean that's that's the thing right mm-hmm. like that's why you're a future 40 right yeah, like, I guess, like, yeah that's awesome I mean um, I, I do have to like be a little bit better at uh, waving my flag uh, high because like you I didn't really post much photos of myself on for until even just like the last year or so, where right. I'm like, you know, people also help people know that I'm a, a man. Yeah, exactly. Right, 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 exactly. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I kind of think like that's uh, something that I kind of wrestle with. And maybe it's like, you know, be the change you want to see in the world, which is like, I would rather people like, don't tell me how awesome you are. Whatever you're creating is going to tell me how awesome you no, are. No, I, I agree. I, man, listen, I, uh, that's a rabbit hole we can go down. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think that was kind of my thing. Like, I didn't understand, you know, I'd been out of wine culture for a while when I created Black Wine Instagram account, but I, I didn't understand. I didn't, and I know internet marketing, and I know I had a social media marketing account, but I didn't understand in wine, I didn't understand this influencer, like, what, what is, what, what, what is, what is this, what is a, what does having, you're a certified song, but you don't work in a restaurant, what, what is, what, what do you have, a level three, what, yeah. what, so what, what does that actually mean? And why, and I, it did, it, it, it just, it was, it was baffling because, as someone who loves, I love wine retail, particularly I love wine retail. Like, you know, I mean, like, like, you know how many people just know a ton about wine, been doing it because they love it, 30 mm-hmm. years in a retail store, mm-hmm. take their <laughs> trips to Burgundy, have all the connections. They don't have any freaking certifications. No. Whereas, whereas for me, as someone who's overeducated, like, <laughs> um, and degrees, it's like, it's like, so what? Most people don't even use their college degree for what they studied. Oh, yeah. for, you know. That's rare. So, so, <laughs> so like the commodification of the education of wine bothered me on one level. Like I, there, I, there's a place for it. Don't I have friends who are MWs and I, but mm-hmm. like even some of the MWs are like, if it, it doesn't really mean anything. Cause I, I will never know everything about wine. That's why I went for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but it, Again, here we go. Yeah. Whoa, so it comes down to the ego shit is really what I realize what I'm saying, right? Oh, totally. I mean, I think there's so much... Uh, for, for how people position themselves, right? There's, you know... All like, my guests have been incredible people, but they didn't have an ego, right? The, wasn't about, the emperor's new clothes type thing is happening so much in the wine industry where it's like, oh, this wine got these many points and it retails this much money. Must be good, right? right. It's like, oh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, pushing back on that kind of stuff is, I think, it's like people... I don't know. They they lose some critical thinking, and that's why. Yeah, I I do get annoyed with some of those like influencer things where I'm like, they're not 
really good writers, or they don't. Really right. That, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, you're not actually creating content. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, oh shit, this is. I'm saying this, right? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> sit down. I, like this. Like, my podcasts are long format in a in a, in a TikTok world, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm so grateful when we listen because this is like. You're taking people are gonna take like ninety minutes or more out of their week to listen to these conversations, and I, and fortunately, it's resonated with some people, and they're getting value. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just couldn't even. I, I I don't I don't even understand myself. But I think people that I think that's like another one of those through lines from like that obsessiveness that heavy metal and wine has in common. Mm-hmm. It's an encyclopedic tendency where it's like, uh, oh, I heard MJ name drop this winery. I've heard their name, but I don't really know anything about. It. So I'm gonna like put the, I'm gonna bookmark that for like later. And it's like, oh, I open up the liner notes. Look at the T-shirt that dude's wearing. I love him. You know, by the transitive property, he loves them. Right. I should probably like them right. too. You right. know, so those are the kind of things that's like. So that's why I, I mean, like your podcast and similar ones because it gives me you know that fodder, that encyclopedic tendency that I have. Right. Kind of gets that that itch gets scratched a little bit. Where I'm like, okay, cool. I want to not do just surface. I want to go a little deeper. Uh, on some of those things. So, man, so this festival um, has evolved. So you um, did it again this year. Oh, yeah. Did, um, <laughs> did that person ever show up that we talked about? We, I'm trying to think who the person was. That had uh, their uh, their price sheet, just handed you their price sheet, and you said, hey, I'm out of my event. They're like, oh, here, here's oh. my price sheet. <laughs> No. Okay. That's all. <laughs> I, I just want that. I'm, I, that's an open. I know. That's an, op, I, that's an open loop for all the listeners. Yeah. They're gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> no, and it's yeah. So uh, all 100 of the tasting fees go to Planned Parenthood. Yep. So I think that's the other thing where I'm I'm not laughing all the way to the bank. You know, like right. And I'm not trying to be glib or trite about it either. Like I like money. I like making money. We all we all do. But I, I think that's always kind of been a helpful north star for me. Is um, you know that balance where I have to pull back and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is like an oversimplification, but like, this shit isn't funny anymore. Mm-hmm. How do I go back to where mm-hmm. it was fun again mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. recalibrate a little bit? Um, so sure. 2024, um, it'll happen again. It'll happen at the motor company. And I, you know. Sorry to, to make it this year. I was in San Lucia when I saw him to her. Oh, that's well, a good place to be. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It was. The dates, I, mean, I want to really... I want, yeah, I want to it's, out here. it's fun. We had uh, people from like 15 different states and three countries and like... Uh, three countries? Mm-hmm. It's pretty wild. That's... Yeah. People are like, it's humbling, only three. Humbling, that, but yeah. I, like, as someone like you know who we're doing, like, mm-hmm. like when I go and look at my stats, I'm like, why is people in the Philippines, like <laughs> the, the weirdest places to listen to your podcast? It's like, even it's like... Two lists. I'm like, oh my god, I'm reaching the world, right? Well, I think that's why I I feel sympathetical with you, and it's cool when you have, and I know you do have others, and myself as well, where you're kind of like, there isn't a black wine guy Bible that you're just operating from. You're making up as you go along, and who dares wins? And we're like, we're gonna figure out as we go, and sometimes we're in deep water, and that's when we become a diver and we figure it out. And when you can look to your left and right, and you're like. Oh my buddy, there he's doing the cool shit. Yeah, like yep. oh that they're creating yep. and like yep. we're all high fiving each other. Right. Like right. it's like I I see you and I see that you're doing the work and right. you're like yeah. you know it's not just like someone gave you a big check and you're like oh okay this is you know yeah but. no it's, I'm definitely doing the work man <laughs> no but it's but even like this right like this was a, a hard pivot like when I you know uh, I sponsors weren't knocking or you know mm-hmm. weren't responding I'm like I had a big break I had to figure it out I had to figure out how. To edit. I don't do much editing, but I had to figure out how to insert my ads, do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then you know for Christmas my wife got me this camera she so I like so I I really I was like I'm not stopping I'm not stopping and I love what you said like you figure it out like mm. we're, we're we're scrappy like there's some of us who are really scrappy like that you know I had that's guy, like why like I joke and it's not really a joke but it's like I do have that I, you know I went to college I have a college degree but like I learned more from like punk rock and skateboarding which is like do-it-yourself mentality and like you know like that's where i've learned the most is like oh how do you you know if you're in a really tight spot or a tricky situation like what textbook's gonna like tell you what to do you know (laughs) yeah no exactly well that's the whole thing right that's that is that is it right there like you don't learn your lesson by reading a book i I, I was i might have said this to me and seth were talking about all real learning is Mm hands-on it's tactile you have to like tying your shoes is probably the most Difficult thing we've ever had to learn, believe it or not. <laughs> when you think about that, you're the age of your three and you're, yeah. you're fumbling. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. like, the, and it's all your hands. Like, why can't I get it to do? Like, <laughs> yep. So learning requires doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely, I mean, and you're just, you're adding to your skill set. I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to do it. I mean, it's just one of those uh, grow up opportunities. I feel like when you're like faced with it, you're like, oh, it'd be a lot easier to do it this way. Like, yeah, but in the long run you know it's the teach a man to fish parable you know right. it's like keep giving someone a fish or it's like you know here's how you can actually just get them by yourself yeah. whenever, you, whenever you want you know that's that's kind of what it comes down to so i i mean next year because i've hopefully gleaned some knowledge and it is getting better 2024 will have uh, a really awesome one um similar to this year's where there will be really cool winery producers there'll be cool vendors like sub pops coming back and some other cool sponsors um i think wine enthusiast is involved and um yeah you always got to be better than your last one i feel like so damn he got he got the wine enthusiast involvement i know i i i hopefully i got him like by the scruff because i'm on that future 40 list i don't know i don't know that's good i mean yeah i mean like (laughs) that's so funny um (laughs) they are they're like honestly it sounds like i'm gonna be patronizing or something but they're such a cool group and they've been really supportive and I really like the the team I say team but it's like you know main, the main editors and the, yeah. the staff that's there I went down for that photo shoot and they were just really sweet and magnanimous oh and they did the, where did they do the photo shoot because mine was virtual man I heard when what year was yours I was the first one so 2023 okay so Miriam was she in yours too? Miriam was, was the cover okay so Miriam yeah was she covered. was telling me about that too you, you had like the, yeah. the yeah, camera yeah the, the camera my wife had her phone remotely. the guy was doing remote to my wife's phone camera her iPhone yeah yeah I heard yeah. about that so this is uh, so yeah it was kind of like there was that feeling where it was like this newness. Everyone's like, oh, yeah. we haven't done this in a while. We're yeah. doing it now. Yeah. And uh, it was in, uh, like some photo studio in, okay. in San Francisco. So they uh, have had a little bit of, I think, of a churn in the last like year or yeah. so, year or two. And everyone, I think they're just uh, on the right direction where they're uh, a force for good in the wine industry that's like tracking where the puck is going and not where mm-hmm. it is right now or mm-hmm. tread the same old stories again and again. Um what uh, did they do a party for you guys? Because we did. We had it's a coming up York. next week. So I, oh, okay. I'm seeing if I can even go. It's, oh, uh, it's new, okay. Yeah, because yeah, they because they, they use they'll probably invite us because they they invite they invited the forty under forties right our thing because they invite. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's next. Week. I was like, I'm, ours so, was early though, man. Ours ours was like in September. Like the oh, issue came out. It was like yeah, yeah. It was pretty quick. So <laughs> I was like, damn, they ain't throw these kids a party. <laughs> this was uh, yeah. I think it's like November seventh. So it's actually coming up like super oh, soon. Oh, um, am I around? That's that's Tuesday. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I they didn't invite me. They're like, screw MJ. We, that guy's just, an asshole. No, <laughs> I've got so much going on. I don't know if I'll be able to, unfortunately. But, um, I mean, it just encourages me that, okay, at least I know these guys are they're cool. They're, they're true blue. You know, something I stepped over that you came home, you're living with mom and dad. <laughs> I didn't, I don't know, there's no shit, but a lot of people, you know how many people have to have to do that, man? A couple times, two, three times, however many times. Um, (laughs) Your wife, how long have you been married? What's your wife's name, how long have you been married? Uh, Her name's Heidi, we got married, we actually just had our big 10 year, uh, a couple months ago, 10 years married. Uh, We were together for five years before that. Okay, Um, so, mm -hmm. so... When, where'd you meet her? So actually, we have kind of this, uh, I'm going to bring some romance to Black Wine Guy. Uh, that's why I asked. <laughs> I asked the question, I'm bringing the romance. She, uh, when I was... Uh, We're going to bring the romance. Yes. <laughs> My broski here. We, uh, want, like, in that back and forth when I was, you know, college... LA, mm-hmm. etc. I'd come home, my family's here, my parents yep. are here, so I'd see them on the holidays, and my sister had a store here in Walla Walla. It's actually uh, amazing, you should check it out. It's on Main Street, okay. Studio okay. Opal. I'm not getting a kickback for that, but okay. uh, really cool stuff there, and they started really we'll small. Yep. She uh, she worked there, so I had a crush on this employee ah, of my sister's. Okay. But again, going back to what I was saying before, a lot more like Wallflower shy, and she yep. was even more so than I, so we went on, on one date, and it was... I, we were, I think it's 2001 or 2002, we couldn't quite remember, but what was kind of like, we were both sort of like shy, and it was great, but it was like also, okay, well, I gotta go back to LA or wherever it was at the time, and we'd still see each other through the intervening years when I'd come home for the holidays or whatever, still like, oh yeah, she's super cute, I got a crush on her, Um, but what am I gonna do, I got back to Germany the next day or whatever, so when I came back from all that musical career, I was like, hey, there's there's Heidi, and I'm not going anywhere. And, and, she, like, and she's ding. and she's still available. That's the, yeah. that, that's the that was the, the kicker with that. Right? <laughs> oh yeah, because right? wouldn't that just be the worst? You right, know, like right. oh man. <laughs> so she, uh, yeah, she uh, and I, you know, just reconnected, and it was like timing's everything, you know. And it was one hundred percent. So we uh, that is so that is the the factor of success that people don't understand how much luck is actually involved in time. Oh, yeah, I know. So that that was where, you know, we both were just like, it was like an aha moment. We're like, oh, and it's just like clicked perfectly. And we've been together ever since. So that was like, you know, beginning in 2007. Okay. Um, so, you know, we were together for about five or six years. Yep. And then we got married. And so now we just had our 10-year um, this past uh, September, so just a couple months ago. Awesome. So now we got two boys, River mm-hmm. and Rune. River seven and Rune is uh, four. Rune like R U N E. Yeah, there's I, a winery in Arizona called Rune actually. Right. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was asking, uh, what is? I was like, what is Rune? Rune mean? is like a Swedish. Uh, it means like uh, hidden or secret knowledge. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little more common of a Scandinavian uh, name, but yeah, he's uh, he's my fiery bull in the china shop, and <laughs> his older brother is the more. Uh, he's a thinker, he's more sensitive and intellectual. Is that River Phoenix or just River? That's the one name I had that, yeah. that, as a reference. Like yeah. When we were thinking yeah, of names, yeah, yeah. we, uh, and I think we're, she and I are like of that same generation a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember coming home one day from work and being, we're thinking about the name. I was like, what about River? And she was like, yes. And it was like, boop. <laughs> that was, so that cool. was, we just agreed to it. But yeah, River Phoenix is the only one that I really like, okay, that's a name that's like yeah. pop culture that yeah, I recognize. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we've been uh, yeah. She's a jewelry artist. Um, really? I'm doing this thing, so we're like, okay. At some point, our worlds have got to like intersect. Yeah. You know, like do something. Or she'll Dude, do some uh, what's that? Or something. What's that? There's a there's a there's a um, there is a goth jewelry company, Milk Something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we're thinking. Like, oh, you could do like a cool, that's what I was saying. She a, could, a pendant or yeah, something, yeah, yeah. you know. So we're like, you could totally there's something you there. could we're like bust on. Um, I think shitty wine memes does something, but you could bust on the pin. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> shitty wine memes. They were at the. Uh, yes, she, I know. Yeah, I was she like, was there. Yeah, She's great. Amanda. Amanda she was yeah. one of the first uh, people, and I will always shout her out because you know it's like when you got your first like at a boy or your first like whoa that person who I respect yeah. or that person yeah. who kind of broke in the door yeah. like so Amanda and she's got like crazy amount of followers right. uh, just backed what I was doing and so I'll always like uh, you know pay her tribute because she's just like I think she's like simpatico with us where she's like she doesn't even post her photo you know yeah. no no she, about her, even, you know? And, and even if she isn't a photo she'll put a smiley face like, like <laughs> yeah. other people you know it's she's come of, so she's come to the both of them now. So it's kind you of gotta, you have to go see her live because now she did something at the Finger Lakes. But yeah, so she didn't, I'm sure she wasn't walking around. But she and she didn't walk around like Sia with a, a big wig over. The <laughs> yeah, well, that would be, kind of that would be cool. Yeah, she uh, yeah no she's uh, it would be weird if she, you know if she wasn't at a future event. So I'm sure she'll be there next year. So what is what did your wife think of uh, the zine? And I mean obviously she loves you and she knows who you are. But like what was like when when you said I'm going to do this. I, she's a creator. She's, yeah, she's, I think, she's an artist. Yeah. I think she, uh, well, she's definitely supportive, and she definitely thinks it's cool. She loves wine, too. So I'm sure, like, yeah. with your wife, it's like, oh, here's this cool little uh, yeah. perk. You know, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> MJ's getting all this wine. Yeah. Like, I could enjoy some of it, too. Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, she's always been uh, very much in the blood of God. She wears, okay. she, you know, she's got all my merch. She wears all of it loud and proud. She's down, and, and there was never, like, a flashpoint moment. She's sort of always grown gradually. Yep. Um, so now she's uh, uh, getting more involved in it a little bit, you know. Like she worked my my vendor table at the event and stuff, so she's she's a part of it, you know, for sure. Right on. And what are you, and, and how are your boys involved in it? Oh, they think it's great. They uh, they have their, you know. Anytime I do a run of shirts, I'll do. You, like, gotta, you got a youth uh, youth seven yeah. or whatever those <laughs> shirts are. So we'll do shirts for them, and then they had a little cocktail cart. They were selling like. Uh, chocolate and sparkling water or something <laughs> just like making their rounds and just like trying to be adorable people give them money so they can buy toys and candy and stuff but they so cool. I love like uh, you know we'll sometimes have them smell wine and be like what, is, what does it smell like to you just and sometimes it's just like bizarre and sometimes it's like a lightning bolt of like inspiration where mm-hmm. and like she'll love it because I say this, this is like the example but it'll be like it smells like pretty flowers and mama and you're like <laughs> I need I need her to hear you say that. I know, that's adorable. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's that is. But they, that they is think normal. it's cool. They just know like I, I I their dad like really like batshit crazy music and I Blood of Gods is this thing I produce and that's uh, gotta kind of be cool though to go to school like this crazy Blood of Gods yeah. like the team are like you can't send your kids with that uh, <laughs> that's profane. <laughs> they they're they're cool though because they uh, you know they'll help me. Pack. They're little, but they'll, yeah. they still want to like draw on the labels yeah. or packages or you know whatever. So I'd love to have them be a part of it because they're you know they're my best friends. So that's yeah, like the the next generation maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that's so freaking cool. So as um, 
as the valley continues to grow, let, let's let's. Uh, I'm I'm. This is a good. I'm gonna ask this question for you. I'm gonna ask. I did. I, yeah, I came up with Seth. I'm gonna ask for all my interviews out here. What do you think of uh, the impact Hospice Durand coming here is gonna have? Man? Oh man, I think that will be definitely a flashpoint or some kind of supernova. What was already growing and in this upward swing, it's still swinging. It's still upward swinging, and that's like so exciting. So that to me is like throwing gas on the fire and in a really positive way um they have such a high pedigree and reputation and they uh yeah they're going to be here and i think i I just it's a feather in the cap for this community and i think that's like maybe one of our i don't know i i I, i'm just treading lightly because i don't want to be too hyperbolic but it's huge and no i when (laughs) i i remember seeing the announcement Mm mm-hmm and I was like, I just started texting all my friends in Paso Rules, like, yo, you guys see this? <laughs> you making the trip? Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what are you doing, right? Yeah. You know? and, um, and they, you know, I've met um, them a few times um, just recently because of the planning, which I'm... Oh, they're actually going to be here for this? Uh, yes. Vicky, Aaron, and, and Teresa. And yeah. Yep. So we'll, uh, we'll go meet up with them tomorrow. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you ever you ever do shit and be like, oh, shit, this is like my event? Like being curious. Like, I just realized, like, they're going to be here for this. Oh, wait. Wait. I'm here. I'm, here. I'm the moderator. I was, yeah. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> no, they're, I, I keep pinching myself, too, because I'm like, that's this weekend? Like, because we already have this Grenache Festival... And then, like, yeah, the Hospice de Rhone right. staff is going to be here yeah. also. And so we're like, oh, man, this is wild that it's all coming together. But, yeah, so we'll we'll be a part of their their plans. Right yeah, because because I don't know how you – did you ever make it to Hospice? I didn't. Okay. Uh, I hear that it's just one well, of the best, but, you know? but But here's the thing. Like, this is why you I said they're here. Yes. Okay. I went for the first time to uh, back two years ago. Oh, okay. It's in the, the – Mid-state convention center, like everything's like breakout. You know, it's like a fair area. Yeah, it's yeah, a big fair area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, so they're gonna have to have different venues and people going around town. And that's very, it's I very kinda, cool. I but. kind of wouldn't be surprised if it's, and this is totally shooting from the hip, but it's kind of like a South by Southwest, where it's yeah. like different venues, like oh, yeah, the that's, rose that, brunch is right, here, and right, this that's because that, everything they did have, they had the rose lunch, but it was in where we had all the meals, right? And they had yeah. the, the the live auction, mm-hmm. uh, charity auction. Um, but yeah, I, I it, it's like, wow. That's a good reference. South mm-hmm. by it's going to be hospice and mm-hmm. Walla Walla. It's going to be a South by Southwest of wine. wine. Well, there used to be like I, I'm sure this is like copyrighted and like some lawyer will just jump down your throat if you try to do it. But it's like North by Northwest. You know, right. it's like right. it's got to be something like that where right. it's like here's all these cool venues, and yep. cool wineries, and yeah, it is going to it's going to it's going to it's you're going to real estate price is about to go up. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and I'm just excited too because it'll be a big uh, in, infusion of uh, international wine. Which yeah, international. Yeah. Like it's really that's one of my weak links. I'll be on record as saying it, and that's one of the things I'm trying to grow of uh, Blood of Gods is just you know like all things in life that you want to have a balance like a wine. Yeah. Like that's one of the things I need to like kind of tweak a little bit, ramp up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of what is what like when. Planning above gods, like what does it take? So you just we just got the new one. Mm-hmm. New um, one just came out. Yeah, it's um, it's wh- like the there's not like a perfect formula, but I think I got sort of a blueprint. Yeah, because uh, you're eight eight issues in. Yeah, so I feel like for me got some reps. Yeah, there's like enough. I mean, it, I really am not to sound like cute, but trying to have a balance. So it's not just like all wine. I'm like shit. I don't really have a lot of music in this one, or like right. all 
heavy metal stuff. I'm like, oh, that's not a lot of wine. Um, and you do mixtape shit too, right? Like you, well, I just playlists. started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just started. So I did one. So for the the merry making, if mm-hmm. you couldn't go, you can at least listen to the music that we were playing there. Okay, uh, and it's like. Um, I'm not trying to say it's like a DJ, but it's like a curated. So it's like yeah. old and new, and it's like deep cuts and classics and everything. Like we just said, not to beat a dead horse, but like balance. So it's like if it's your day one or if it's like you're a lifer, there's something for everyone in there. And um, that's kind of like how I view the merrymaking and each issue where um, there's just so much more to enjoy when it's multidimensional and not a one-trick pony, you know? And so that's why I don't want the zines just to be like dick and fart jokes and funny it's like you know i want it to also have heart and i want it to be somewhat educational i mean in the new issue we used ridley scott's sci-fi horror movie alien to describe carbonic maceration you know like Mm. that's like that's silly but it's no break it down for it because for the people who don't have yet who don't yet subscribe Mm -hmm. break this down so like i'm gonna have to check this so we you know like when you're doing a carbonic wine uh you're putting it in a container and you seal it no oxygen in there we like in in or you know in this in this feature it's like the face hugger from alien on the host the host is the great cluster Removes their oxygen, then the chest burst happens. So once it reaches, you know, the roughly two percent alcohol, then the the juice will come out. Usually in grapes, it's not a burst as much as right. like a split. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the juice that comes out, and it ends with like you know the the alien uh, drinking wine, and the person's like. That Dead, is but. very cool. <laughs> I, that I was like, I was like, when you said, I was like, I was like, where did, how do you do? Because I, I it's on my desk. I need to read it. So yeah, the the host, you know, you remove their oxygen. It's right on my desk, and, I, and it's just sitting like in front, like where I put my laptop. It's there, and I'm like, and I have the. Uh, the, the what else came with it? There was like an insert, the merrymaking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. there. I think because we had some extra of the yeah, program, yeah, yeah, so it's like here's just like, let people know who's I there. Like, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I always want to over deliver, so it's like you know they're always going to be a little extra like patches or stickers or something just to kind of like over deliver. You know, if you're into the Wise Academy or whatever, they'd say surprise and delight, which right. I, I, I like that phrase. It sounds a little bit hokey sometimes. Like, I am not reading a cue card. Like, <laughs> surprise and delight your customers. It's like, I I agree with the, the sentiment, but, you know, it sounds a little bit cheesy. So I just want to make sure that people, like, are always getting something cool and they feel like they got their money's worth or more. And uh, so for... Uh, January there will be like kind of like our New Year fun pack which will probably have I don't know something that's uh, like this past summer we had like um, you got a pair of sunglasses and a mm-hmm. magnet mm-hmm. and a sticker mm-hmm. and, uh, so that kind of thing will happen in the winter and in the summer months because the print version comes out in spring and fall so that's uh, I'm I guess since we're kind of talking about future stuff the only other thing that really comes to mind that I should mention is um, I'm going to New Zealand there's an event there called Super Wild um in Wellington, and that's in February, which is, you know, as a North American person, psychs my brain, because I'm like, oh yeah, that's summertime, February, right. what? This is weird. Yeah. Uh, they uh, are inviting me over to speak on a panel, which we were saying earlier is kind of a new territory for Damn, me. Damn, man, <laughs> anybody invite me to New Zealand, I want to go to, I so want to I have a really good friend who's from New Zealand, one of my law professors has been friends for 
I'm shit. stoked. Like, like, I, like 20 yeah. years since I was his researcher and love him, and I've never been to New Zealand yet, man. I, yeah, I've, I've never been. I'm super excited. Um, Dude, that's cool. I thought my yeah. little Italy thing was cool. Fuck. It is cool. It is but, cool, but you know, it's, it's kind not of, New Zealand cool. N- but, yeah, now I'm like... It's not really super long-ass flight cool. Yeah, oh, my God. Load up some podcasts. Wow, dude. And <laughs> dude, that's really cool. Congratulations Thanks. on that, man. Yeah. So there'll be, you know, that and just trying to... I mean, it's all a state of becoming where it's, like, uh, ideas that we're just trying to, like, follow these trail of breadcrumbs and stuff that gets us stoked on life. So that's definitely one of them. And anytime I've ever bet on myself, not to sound all, like, Tony Robbins here, but it's, like, it's always been a good bet, you know? Like, I I definitely uh, feel like that's something that's been new in, you know, my adult years is just, like, you know, if you can't believe in yourself how are you going to expect other people to believe in you you know whether it's your listeners or whether it's yeah no it's 100 percent. it's uh so yeah that's that's kind of where i mean just like i said when me and my best friend were like we got to do something bad crazy this summer yeah let's ask them if we could do this and we didn't they said yes and we're like shit now we're doing this thing for real and it's like yeah who who dares wins like you're saying like we're gonna stick our neck out a little bit and go out of our comfort zone and they can't all be zingers but you can't. I feel like you can't live in life and have a perfect thousand batting average. No, like, I've seen failure's you know, inevitable. You, you know, you yeah. find those, uh, those memes or motivational thing, but the reality is, like people, like, um, you know, I used to be in that Tony Robbins world, but with like Jack Canfield, <laughs> but like Chicken Soup for the Soul. Jack Canfield wrote the Chicken Soup for the Bowl, Soul books. Yeah, hundred and forty-four rejections. Crazy. Like who? Like people don't do that. You know, it makes you think. It was that uh, is like Rocky when he's talking about. It's not how hard you hit. It's how hard you, you can you get hit, hit and, and keep, keep going. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. that's. Yeah, it is. It's like mm-hmm. it really. It, it is. I have tons of cliches, but but like I said, but like how many people stop three feet from gold, right? Like yeah. And like for when I start, like I'm at the point with this where like the only way uh, uh, out is through. Mm-hmm. Like to go back, like I'm, and that's the thing when you're building something, uh, and, and we'll let me get your take on, like, you're when you're in it, you don't see how far you've come. That's why things like in the yeah. future for you, like, like things, totally, kind of like, oh shit, people, people <laughs> see what I'm doing. Right? I I feel yeah, to- or sometimes if I'm in the middle of creating an issue and I'm like, I just stop and I'll be like, asking my wife or something like, does this make sense? Is this funny? Is this dumb? What am I even doing? Like, what is it? I'm like, so you can't see the forest for the trees. You're yeah. sort of lost in it. And it's nice to have, you know, friends and peers and people that will kick you the real deal to say, that is badass. Or like, I didn't really understand that thing, though. You're like, oh, well, I can totally tweak that and fix that. And that's that, no no problem. But, yeah, I have to, like, look back and say, geez, that was a really cool, like, you know, I don't want to. I, I feel like if you actually show, like, that gratitude and that appreciation, you're creating more room for more of those opportunities to like land in your lap and come across and so I always definitely want to do that that's like uh, that's like stopping and smelling the roses to me Um, and mama and mama (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) so a couple questions I'm gonna let you get out of here because you have to go set up with Carrie for our event man thank you so much Um, is, is, is there a bottle you can remember like like that really, you like, oh, this wine thing is kind of interesting. Like, <laughs> like was there, like, a, 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 an aha bottle or a varietal or something for you? Like, I can think of two. Okay. Uh, if you'll let me do two. I'm absolutely, man. Okay, please. so, one because one's, like, kind of bakes into the whole narrative that we've been talking about, which um, I'll say, the first one that was, like, whoa, it isn't all the same. This is, like, something a little special. And it was uh, 
uh, winery here, Pepper Bridge, yep. um, kind of an institution, you could say. They've been around for a very long time, and they had a cab. It was 2002, but it was just like such a well-made wine and so well-balanced, and it was just stopped me. Like literally, we're, it was an aha moment. And not too much later, though, I had, and this is like kind of, I would say maybe, a, I don't know if firebrand is the right word, but um, they're quite well-known, but The Prisoner. So the prisoner is a wine that is almost ubiquitous, but I think when uh, you have uh, a wine or a brand or even an individual um, that has a lot of notoriety or popularity, yep. it's easier for people to <coughs> want to take pop shots at sure. it or take it down a peg. Um, but me being a dyed in the wool metalhead, yep. I would hang my head in shame if I ever denigrated someone and it was like their day one getting into heavy music and I was like... Why don't you listen to some real fucking music, <laughs> you dumbass? You know, it's like oh, I really, oh, I really actually like that. Mm. And now, I just got shamed, and I'm not going to be in the metal now. Mm. Thanks, asshole. Mm. And I see people doing that in the wine industry, mm-hmm. where they're like making fun of different brands because that's sort of like I'm a new... guilty. I'm I'm guilty. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. Everyone, so and none of us, none of us are perfect. Yeah. You know, if we go back in our history oh, books, I'm, I'm sure not. there's yeah. those moments, but that's, that's also why like, uh, you know, that's kind of the good recalibrating yeah. thing for me. It's like, I don't want gatekeeping and elitism and those things because this shit's not going to survive. And if you look at study after study of like the wine industry, it's like really struggling to have like new drinkers. And yeah, but I, I, it's funny you brought that. We can't. We, I, we have to, but like I, when when I when I see this came out, I say when when people are dropping a billion dollars on a wine, I think wine's fine. So they they know something we don't know. <laughs> that you know what I'm saying? Like they it, it, to to spend that kind of money, they ain't worried about younger drinkers for one level. I, I, I that's just my that's mm-hmm. my quick quick spit spitballing. Yep. And also, I will say this: I love. That that everything we're doing, I consider myself. I don't consider myself. I think like you with all the, the philanthropy and mm-hmm. like, but apparently like, I'm making a difference in wine for people. Absolutely. But I, I think um, I, I think wine's fine because we got people like because you know what I mean. As long as we're level, yeah. If it, it was like a magic bullet to make it completely equitable on every level, yeah. We would have, I think, figured it out by now. Well, exactly. As I said, right, right, right. But it's really like you and me that yeah, could be so I know, old, exactly. that are just chipping away and grinding. And there is no like quick, it's just like people that are going to roll up their sleeves and actually like do the fucking work. Well, you know, you know what I think it is, man? And, and we, I think by asserting our individualism in the wine is what we're doing. I, that's how I'm like, I'm like, how am I contributing? I'm just doing me. I really am just doing me. Mm-hmm. And I love wine. Mm-hmm. So why can't I do this? It's you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no. I mean, people almost expect there to be a gimmick. It's like exactly right. There's no being authentic. Is like it's like the best thing you can be. You know. So yeah. So, All right. So that's cool. So the prisoner. That's it. And let me. T- I, I talk. And then I say it because that's like sort of like a well. It it, it does. Develop I mean, well, it's just a mental well, when, stage of my when, wine. when you when you when it when you look at the history. Dave created that. It mm-hmm. was it was bootstrapping, right? Like he created it because it was he like three hundred cases. Yeah, right. Start, and, and I did. I, I got this route. And it, here's how I'm, he pieced it together. It was a, a Frankenstein's monster mm-hmm. yeah. of a wine. So now, I mean, obviously, he sold it. Good for him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it's a little bit different wine, but you know they're making. But I, I like what you said because understanding, like he he bootstrapped the hell out of thing. And it's also like. Just remembering that it's like right now, like you and me, we've been in it for years, and it's like someone starting today is yeah. the first day. 
You know, and I'd be like, like <laughs> dude, I, I, I might be like, I'm like, dude, like, dude, you spent that, like, you even want to spend sixty bucks? Let me hook you up, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, but I get it. Like, it's so true. And, we and should, the same thing, like, I don't expect someone's first day in heavy metal to be the most guttural, ultra brutal, crazy <laughs> batshit, whatever. Like, no, you gotta like. You gotta, well, you know, what is it? You gotta crawl. You gotta baby you walk. steps yeah, into this you know, metal thing. Like, <laughs> you gotta make sure it's right for you. Cause I don't want yeah. you to get hurt on your first yeah. day. Don't cannonball the yeah, deep yeah, end. Right, right, like, right. Wait out there a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So, um, changed the game up from last year. Last year was FMK. Last time you did this. Oh God, yeah. All right. So, but now we now it's. I had to change up because someone tried to co-op my shit. So Who? I'm not. All right. Yeah. Don't don't. Hey, I, oh, I did. A very large platform uh, okay <laughs> put out a post and someone a listener was like you know said wait didn't hasn't MJ been doing this like uh-huh. when I put in the, in the screenshot and I was like those mother <laughs> so fortunately I was watching Tosh.0 and he used to have a second but so then he was like I don't like that because you you never you never uh, fuck the person you know you never you, know, you never, <laughs> never kill somebody yeah, uh-huh. so slap lick fondle <laughs> I've never heard you do this. Is this the first time you're doing this? No, I've, I just started. Just started? It's just pretty new. It's like okay. we're about a month into this. Okay. And I haven't dropped all the episodes. So they're just, just, just they're coming out. Okay. Okay. I'm going to write that down for so I can chuckle to myself yeah. later again. Yeah. Uh, and I will answer. So okay. it's slap. Hold on, hold on. Slap, slap mm-hmm. lick, mm-hmm. fondle. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Three, and it, three grapes. I'm going to give you three grapes. Okay. Who are you slapping? Who are you licking? Who are you following? And, and just for this one, I was, th- you know... Uh, for this one, since you sent the prisoner, and that's a veritable cornucopia, I'm going to throw some shit at you that's not really in Washington. Oh, okay. Although there are some. Zinfandel, mm-hmm. Barbera, Petite Syrah. Okay. Um, I just got those down so I could chew yep. on it for a quick second. So slap, lick, fondle. Yep. All right. So I, rather than like get really pedantic, I'm just going to do pure instinct. Yep. Um, which I think you probably like. I think it's more like uh, your your uh, your id coming through. You yes, know? right. Um, so <laughs> I'm going to uh, I'm going to slap Zinfandel. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to lick Barbera. Whoa, is this really? Yeah. That's in the order you said them. Yep. Slap. Lick. Oh, okay. Yeah, wow. And and fondle Petite Sarah. because uh, yeah, is one of these more. I guess slap is a little bit more of a. That, that's I tell, that's, that's I, like I, the I, kill of this. Is I, that right? It, it, but I tell people it's up to you. Like, mm-hmm. are you slapping that ass, or are you yeah, like, or are you like, like get, get out of here? Or are you like, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. right? Um, uh, all right, so Zen Barbera yeah. Petite Sirah, yeah. slap lick fondle. Yeah. Hap- I, I, yeah. The order yeah. is correct for me. Okay. Is it same for you, or would you change it? Um, oh man, I would. Um, I'm probably going to slap Barbera as much as I like it, mm-hmm. love it, and I'm going to uh, lick Zen because I love Zen. Just to, and fondle Petite Sirah because it's juicy. <laughs> no, no, no! You totally nailed your own uh, your own list, <laughs> and I was probably answering the Petite Sirah thing about the same I would too. Yeah. Those, that big old juicy Petite yeah. Sirah. Yeah. Um, 
But you know, but if you didn't, then I'm like, I'm like, I'm not getting him, and then I'm slapping Patisra. <laughs> I'm following Barbera because she's Italian. <laughs> oh, that's great. I just had Barbera recently too, so it's a little bit more fresh, yeah, fresh in my dough. Yeah. I don't get to taste enough Zinfandel, yeah. admittedly. Um, that's not much here in Walla Walla um, yeah. or in the Northwest in general. Yeah, I know. Um, who does one? Forgeron does one. Oh, cool. I, mm-hmm. I want to have it. I want to have Washington's in. But anyway. Okay, Stacy, thank you so much for coming in, man. You bet, dude. This was a blast. Yeah. This felt like, uh, you know, we kind of had the intro a year ago. And yes. That's the real yeah. deal. Yeah. So. Um, tell everybody how they can be a part of what you're doing, Blood of God. Yeah. Uh, so. The best place is uh, Instagram's Blood of God Zine. And uh, you can sign up for a newsletter. But you can also subscribe to the zine. It's a subscription. It's a physical product that gets mailed to you. So it's not just like... Uh, what are, what's the cool new thing lately? Uh, Substack. Uh, yeah, Substack. Um, yeah. Nothing against that. I think it's great too. Um, but it's a physical thing. That no, I, I love visceral. I love the visceral thing, man. It's yeah, really it's great. like something about holding it, yeah. flipping through it, putting it in your back pocket. And it's, and it's very different. I mean, like looking at images online, like it just it's just I'm I'm 55, so for me, I remember that magazines mm-hmm. were big. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, a I lot of the it. issues have fold out posters yeah, in them, so it. there's. There's that component, but I would say Instagram's the best place to do that. And mm-hmm. then uh, stay tuned for, yeah, when we announce the annual merrymaking, which will probably be, like, early in the new year. Okay. So, um, but thanks, everyone, uh, for the support. This has been great. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. Super cool. And uh, hopefully more to come, and we'll see you at the Grenache Festival this weekend. Awesome. For listeners, don't forget to check out the show notes. I'll put links to his Instagram and, and uh, you know, website. And you also have a website, too, right? Just, yep. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll put those links in there. Make sure you uh, give him a follow. Make sure you subscribe, support what he's doing, all the, the uh, you know, get to the merry making this money. The money's going to, he's going to a good cause. This is incredible. <laughs> he's doing big things. Thanks. Until the next time, cheers to the Mavericks, philosophers, deep thinkers, and all you want to drink. It's your boy MJ saying peace. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something. You had some fun while you were here. Please subscribe to the podcast and give us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to. And if you want to be an insider and get special content, make sure you go over to blackwineguy.com and get on our email list.